Today, Joe Biden and Kamala Harris celebrate the Respect for Marriage Act. Jakobuyans gives us a live update on the southern border, and Carrie Lake reveals details of her election lawsuit. We've got all of that and more coming up, but it all starts right now. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I'm Sarah Gonzalez, and I am joined today. You may have seen his hand, mystery hand man over here, Alex Stein, of course, a Blaze TV host of uh, a, a show coming to you very soon. Wait, Sooner okay. than later. We see. So. Okay, we see your hands. All okay, right, enough of the you. hands. I know. I feel like uh, what is it? Will Ferrell and Talladega Nights. I don't know what to do. With what my, do I do with my hands? With my hands? <laughs> but I know what to do with my mouth, and that's moving on to the next guest. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so your mouth is not moving on to me. Uh, that Matthew would be Marsden, wrong. Okay. Uh, actor and producer extraordinaire Matt Marsden, who is looking extra dapper today in that shirt. I, I had a compliment today, and I'm very happy about that. So <laughs> yeah, thank you. You're welcome. Um, so I want to get to all of this craziness over at the Respect for Marriage Act ceremony uh, and signing of the Respect for Marriage Act, which, you know, as we know, uh, is just about, it's only about two adults who love each other, having the same rights as everyone else. Uh, well, during all of this, Joe Biden claimed that um, racism, anti-Semitism, homophobia, and transphobia are all connected. Watch. Folks, racism, anti-Semitism, homophobia, transphobia, they're all connected. But the antidote to hate is love. This law and the love it defends strike a blow against hate in all its forms. Hmm. Okay. Um, he also said that, uh, <laughs> I want you guys to make sense of this one when I play it, okay? Biden also said that it is wrong that a person can be married in the morning and then thrown out of a restaurant in the afternoon. Watch. Justice Thomas went even further and he wrote the following quote. We should reconsider all the court's substantive due process presidents, including Griswold, Lawrence, <laughs> Obergefell. That means he thinks we should reconsider whether you've got the right to access to, to, to contraception. And yes, we should reconsider whether you have the right to marry who you love. And that's not only the challenge ahead. When a person can be married in the morning, and thrown out of a restaurant for being gay in the afternoon. Wait, what? This is still <laughs> gay in the afternoon. <laughs> Wait, I have a lot of questions. I why are you going to a restaurant if you just got married in the morning? Wouldn't you want to like go on your honeymoon? Uh, who is getting thrown out of restaurants for being gay? Um, I feel like we already have laws against that. Like, I'm very confused at yeah, this Yeah, I point. mean, it, it is weird because, you know, they make this social justice issue like, I won't bake your gay cake, you know. And, and I think that a store should have the responsibility whether or not to say yes or no. But at the same time, it's not like somebody at the grocery store is going to be like, I'm not going to check out your groceries because you're a homosexual. And that's what they're trying to imply that it's like. And it's not like that. No, we, we, <laughs> you, you already are not allowed to deny service exactly. to someone because of their, you know, they've and that's how it list, should be, but, and I right. think that's fair, and I think that's right. And, you know, honestly, when, when uh, listening to Joe speak, you know, the second thing he said was off the rails and said, 
I have no idea what the heck he was saying. But the first one, that, I thought that I thought he waxed kind of eloquently when he said, you know, the only cure to racism, homophobia, transphobia, the only antidote to that is love. And in a way, that is kind of brilliant and that is kind of simple. And I think if we actually did that, if we actually followed that, if his party followed that, then we would be in a better situation uh, politically and socially. But because nobody loves one another and we all hate each other and we feed off that hate, uh, that's why we're going to continue to con have constant strife. Well, hold on. So, but but explain to me then, Alex, mm -hmm. in this eloquent speech, racism, anti-Semitism, right. homophobia, all connected, and transphobia, all mm -hmm. connected. They're all the same. They're all bad. Okay, so they're connected because they're bad. That's how they're connected. Yeah, and if we loved one another, those wouldn't exist. <laughs> It's like my wife and her boyfriend on Terrace. He's not the same <laughs> skin color as me, but I love him. Do okay. you see? Yeah, I because mean, of love, right, right. it transcends it all. Okay. So as a man that has a wife with a boyfriend, I think I can speak on love more than anybody. You know. You are the, you're the expert, mm -hmm. the love expert, Alex Stein. Well, uh, I, I did the love doctor. Exactly. <laughs> I'll you can identify it, yes. as a doctor. I do think they're linked. They okay. are linked in the way that they bludgeon you with them to shut you up. That's how they're linked. That's the truth. Yeah. And I do think, you know, when, when I'm, you're watching Biden, it, like you terrified me actually when you said, can you make sense of what he said? Because I don't think, I think that's an impossibility. But it does make me think, does he have like a teleprompter in each side of his glasses <laughs> that he's reading? Yeah. Right, because, yeah, I mean, he rarely makes sense. I don't know any instance of gay people getting thrown out of, uh, of restaurants, of anything. I think the most fair-minded people, whether they agreed with that lifestyle or not, would object to that. Mm. This is, what it makes me think is, why are they focusing on this? What is the reason? I mean, could it be the ridiculous uh, uh, inflation that we're going through, mm. the problems on the book? It just seems to me to be another issue that everyone's kind of like, oh, okay, all right, yeah. oh, well, you know. I, don't, I haven't seen anyone go, oh, darn it, you know, the, this is happening. Nobody really cares. We thought it was a settled thing. People have moved on. Uh, and it just seems to me to be something that he, the, 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 the administration are talking about. It's kind of like, look at this, look at this milestone that we've got across that has already been got across mm -hmm. before and nobody really cares about. Yeah, well, so I think there are a couple, a couple more pieces to this as well. Um, number one, I know that within this uh, ceremony at one point, he said um, this is a step in the right direction, right? So this is just another step down the slippery slope that we have seen them do when, as I mentioned at the beginning, it was all about, first it was like civil unions, right? Well, we want the same tax benefits and the same benefits when my loved one goes into the hospital and the same, you know, we just want, we just want the same benefits that straight couples get. Okay, civil, civil unions. Then it was, well, no, we want marriage. Okay, we'll give that to you. Well, no, hold on. We want the ability, you have to say our pronouns, you have to bake our cakes, even if, you know, it, it goes against your religious belief. And we've just gone down this slippery slope, and so they keep acting as if this is finally going to be enough, and they're going to stop badgering you into supporting their lifestyle. Well, we just heard it from them yesterday. This is just a step in the right direction. We're not there yet. We're not to their end game, which, you know, as we know, there's never going to be enough. You, are, you will never be able to cater to them and their lifestyle enough. Point being, I don't think that we have this clip, but but earlier, um, I'm sorry, yesterday when he was going on uh, in this speech, he said, we need to challenge the hundreds of callous, cynical laws introduced in the states targeting transgender children 
terrifying families and criminalizing doctors who get children to care, uh, the care they need. We have to protect these children. So now the conversation has shifted to let's talk about the federal government telling states that they cannot make laws to mutil against the mutil the mutilation of children's genitals. Right. The states. This is what Joe Biden. Tell me if I'm tell me if I'm reading not I'm, I'm reading between the lines too much or I'm making stuff up to me. He just said we need to challenge the laws introduced in the states. The federal government now <coughs> says we want to prohibit the states from saying this is child abuse. You should not be able to give your your children under 18 cross sex hormones. You should not be able to give them puberty blockers. You should not be able to cut off their breasts before they're the age of 18. Now He's saying that the federal government needs to step in, and he's calling it protection of children. Matt, you're a uh, you're a parent. I'd like for you to yeah. No, I take mean, I mean, this. this attack on kids is just unbelievable, and and I think that people have to understand. And you know, we've had this conversation before about about people actually getting involved, mm -hmm. right, and standing up. You've gone and done it. You went down to the to the um, drag queen family friendly drag mm. queen shows, and and what it is is it's who would have thought even five years ago that we'd even be having anything like this discussion? Right. Right, it's, it's absolutely insane. And the, the one thing that is most precious, the one thing that every person on this planet should agree on is protecting children. Mm -hmm. and, and look, we all know uh, if you have kids, you know, as we said before, they think they're dinosaurs mm -hmm. one day, the next day, look, I'm a shark, I'm this, I'm that. You just let it play out. You don't like entertain those things in the same way that you don't let them put a knife into the plug socket. You are an adult and you are there to protect them from harming themselves. And this has been something that's been going on for a long time where they're saying, you know, it started in Hollywood with parents don't know what they're talking about. Dads are idiots specifically, mm -hmm. right? Dads are complete morons. You shouldn't listen to them. Listen to the kids because the kids are wise. Like they know. And, and all this is all coming together, it's all gelling together, you, you can see it. And this is one of the things, <laughs> conspiracy theories, you can't say conspiracy theories anymore, that is gone, it's been debunked, nobody can say that you have a tinfoil hat anymore, because all these things that people have been like, hey, you gotta watch out, because you know, they're going after the kids, and people right. are like, of course they're not going after the kid, decent people don't go after kid. It's what they're doing, it's right there. Mm -hmm. And what we need to do, one of the, issues that I have, and I do understand it to a degree, is people thinking that they can get away with not saying anything, it's all miraculously gonna go away, or a few people in the media mm -hmm. are gonna stand up and they're gonna stop it. Right. It's, not, it's gonna take everybody to get involved, mm -hmm. and it's gonna be painful, there's mm -hmm. no getting away from it. But if we all join in together, if, if you watch Shark Week, Right, and you watch the great white sharks. They wait in South Africa. They wait for the for the seal, the one seal, the stray seal to go away, and then they go for it. If everyone comes together, there is safety in numbers. We we have to get involved because it's not going to end. We can see it's not going to end. It ends. It ends when dads, especially dads, especially I'm talking dads. to you, lot, is you got to stand up and protect your kids, right? Because this is not ending. 
Yeah, I, you know, it's really disgusting to me to use the term. This is, again, how they tend to weaponize language. They're saying they're the ones who are protecting children, right? Protecting children by chopping off their breasts. Protecting children by causing irreversible damage to their bodies so that, you know, people like Chloe Cole can't even have a, doesn't even know if she can have a baby uh, when she grows up. And even if she can carry two term, will probably not ever, will not be able to, you know, breastfeed her baby. All of these children who are, are going to grow up and have this irreversible damage done to them. You mean to tell me that is protecting children? Well, I understand your concern about the slippery slope effect of the Respect for Marriage Act and uh, its passage. But, you know, as a person that's been invited to a lot of weddings and I've been excluded from a lot of weddings. <laughs> I can't imagine why. All marriage is gay, really. I mean, you know, you buy a bunch of flowers, you have to do the ceremony. That is kind of gay. But I get why it's important, and I get why people feel a little threatened, and you can see the direction in which society is going. That Obviously, there is you know, some sort of target, and children seem to be the brunt of that. But sadly, until, like you said, we stand up and we bring back the nuclear family, it's only going to get worse. And so... The Respect for Marriage Act, I think this is, like I said, I know people say the slippery slope. I really don't think this is the big issue. I think it's more what's happening to the children, like, you know. I mean, I, I would say this. I, I think the larger issue of the Respect for Marriage Act, which, which we've talked about on the program, is that it does not give uh, enough uh, exemption to religious liberty, right? Mm -hmm. So it, it leaves the door wide open for people like Jack Phillips of Masterpiece Cake Shop over in Colorado to get sued because you don't want to bake a cake for a gay marriage or for a gender transition reveal cake because you're saying, I'm not going to create something, uh, you know, unique that is coming from my brain, my intellectual property, for something that religiously I disagree with. Um, it, there just weren't enough protections for religious liberty. I know Mike Lee tried to interject an amendment that would have protected that. Unfortunately, it fell on deaf ears. And, and all the Republicans, by the way, because Republicans voted for that as well. I think it was, what, 12 of them um, who voted for this as well. So I guess can't even, uh, you know, you can't even trust Republicans to protect religious liberty when it all comes down to it. Um, but I agree with you. Like, this is the children thing because you because they're giving you a little preview, a little snippet of what they are intending to go after. Mm -hmm. That's why Joe Biden talked about children. Well, and you can tell it's misleading how they call it the Respect for Marriage Act. Right. Like, and, they and always that, do that. That's what I'm saying. This is, this is, it's always a smokescreen right. in order to distract you from what the real cause of their planet. Just like the Inflation Reduction Act. Exactly. Like, every yeah. time you ask them about yeah. it, they talk about all of this green energy. It's like, wait, why is yeah. this entire thing about green energy? I, we thought you were making stuff cheaper. Well, you know, the, the thing that does puzzle me as well is I would never want to go and force someone to do something for me. Right. Mm -hmm. I, I don't get it. And you that. pay for it. Yeah. That's why I, I'm like, I'm why give would I money? Yeah, I don't know. Why would I'm I like, give you money if you hate me? Yeah. Uh, but I mean, I, I, it, it's just puzzling to me. And I know in some instances people have actually gone there specifically to force them to do it. Yes. So they yeah. will say no. Yes. And I'm like, don't you have anything better to do? Like, like if someone hates Literally you, no. then just yeah. don't be around them. Like yeah. there, there are hateful people everywhere. Uh, the other thing is, I know this is a shock. Marriage is not about love. Yeah. It's not about love. This is this, oh, you know, two people, they love each other. It's not. It's about creating mm -hmm. an environment to have children. Mm -hmm. And raise That is what it is. That, it's yeah. not about love. It's not, oh, you love mm -hmm. me, I love you, let's get married. No. And, and this is part of the problem. It, it starts with not being educated correctly on what these things mean. Right, right. Why uh, marriage is even a thing in the yeah. first place. Why, why, yeah. why do people have 
tax breaks when they're married, like, so you can have kids. Right. Well, and right. that's why I'm a little Last jaded. Word. I know we have to go because I'm a, you know, my parents got divorced and got remarried and got divorced. So I'm just saying marriage is a tough thing. It's not an easy, uh, you know, thing that just everybody can figure out. A lot of them end up in divorce. So the fact now that everybody can get married, now it's just going to be more divorces, I think. Yeah, it's just saying. Maybe that's not a good thing. No, I mean, it's just going to be way more. Divorce attorneys are going to do very well. Yeah, they're really happy about yes. it. Um, all right, we got to take a quick break. We'll be back with more. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Moink. So I don't know if you guys realize this, but like 60% of United States pork production comes from this one company. They're owned by the Chinese, and uh, their hogs are given something called ractopamine, which apparently is banned in like 160 countries, including China, by the way. But you're going to find it in your grocery aisle every day. That is why you need to try Moink. They have the best meats you could ever eat. It's grass-fed, grass-finished. They've got beef and lamb. Uh, they've got pork, chicken, wild-caught Alaskan salmon straight to your door. You're going to choose the meats that are delivered in every box so you can be sure that it is going to be something that you are going to love. We love Moink meat over at our house. Um, my son is obsessed with their bacon. We've had their fillets. We've had their pork. We've had it all, and we have loved all of it. You got to keep American farming going by signing up at moinkbox.com slash news right now. You will get free filet mignon in every order for a year. Yes, I said free filet mignon in every order for a year. This is for a limited time only, so do not sleep on it. Could make a great Christmas present over at moinkbox.com slash news. That's M-O-I-N-K box.com slash news. Blaze TV contributor Yakub Buyans has been at the southern border for the past few days documenting what he is seeing. Uh, he joins us now to give us an update on the state of our southern border. Yakub, how's it been going? Hey, Sarah, thank you for letting me be on. Uh, look, we have a major, major problem at this border. Uh, we're now told that uh, close to 4,500 people per day are going to be released into the streets of El Paso with not even not even clearing through NGOs. They're now just letting them come through the border wall and just releasing them into the streets of El Paso. Wow. So we're creating a homeless class. I want to show you here. I'm talking about children, Sarah. Um, little kiddos. Children laying here uh, under blankets. Um, two, three, four-year-olds. Um, it's a bad scene, Sarah. Um, we're, we're having... We're having all over the city high-speed chases, breaking and entering. There was a fire started yesterday in a dumpster which burned a whole building down by a migrant. We're creating a, a homeless class in our country um, that's going to overrun this city for sure. Do you know if any of these these migrants that are you know being uh, processed and released into the country with nowhere else to go? Do they? Do you know? Have has anyone talked to them? Like, do they have a plan? Do they have a sponsor? Do they have anywhere to go, or they're just going to set up shop in El Paso forever? Yeah. So we we're down here filming a documentary. So I've done tons of interviews. Uh, one of the interviews this morning was with a nurse. The nurse was told they could get a job here. Uh, the nurse had contact with her family, lost contact with the family, is completely destitute. We interviewed a lawyer, a tradesman, people who had jobs in their country, Sarah, who had mm -hmm. homes in their country, countries that are not qualifying for asylum. They're being coerced by the Biden administration to come here, and they're now homeless. And so, no, there's no plan. The people behind us here, are, they've been living on the street here. They'll be here forever. They're going to occupy this city, start moving north, 
I was with five shelters today, homeless shelters for American homeless. They can't take American homeless in. The migrants now are homeless in the United States. They will resort to trafficking, exploitation, debt bondage, slave labor. It's anarchy. It is a full-blown invasion. So, Yaku, I want to, I think it's really important because I, I say this a lot, but I think it's important to hear it from someone who is literally right there seeing it with their very own eyes. Um, I, I always hear from the left that we are not the compassionate ones. They are the compassionate party when it comes to illegal immigration. And how could you deny someone just looking for a better life? But I would say, I don't think it's compassionate when I hear you talking about all of these, you know, uh, cities being overrun, Americans have having to deal with uh, what's going on in their cities. And then, of course, the illegal immigrants who are promised all of these things, and now they're sitting behind you uh, with their children with nowhere to go. That doesn't sound like compassion to me. Well, Sarah, is it compassionate to this child? Is it compassionate to this child laying here on, on hard concrete in 40-degree weather? Is that compassion? Having that child, I interviewed this family, traveling 2,000 miles. Again. Is that compassion? Is this compassion? The Red Cross is now stepping in. The UN is stepping in. We, we are, Joe Biden single-handedly has now created a homeless class in this country. The, the lack of compassion is to lie to somebody in Guatemala, Honduras, Cuba. And sorry for the camera here. We got some issues. But the, the, the lack of compassion is to lie to them to say, come to America. You're going to have a job. It's the land of milk and honey. We watched guys last night cross the interstate getting run over by cars, a high-speed chase killing Americans. Mm. These are homeless people. They're going to be homeless indefinitely. They don't, you're not allowed to hire these people. They don't have legal work permits. They're being processed into this country, 4,500 a day in one city, Sarah. Mm. Crime in this city is going to spike. So it's absolutely inhumane to displace somebody who has a job in Cuba as a nurse and say, come to the US. And now, and that guy told me this morning in an interview, I'm homeless. I've never been homeless in my life, sleeping on the street. He doesn't, they told me today that the men are afraid to be abused, stabbed, robbed. This is, this is looking like downtown LA tent city and half of them can't speak a word of English. Mm. Um, Matt, I see the, uh, the, the anger on your face, and I wanted to give you a, a chance to talk to Yako. Yeah, how you doing, Yako? It's Matthew. Hey, brother. Uh, this is just unbelievable. I mean, I know that you've seen this all over the world, but this is just utterly staggering to me that that these people are coming. They're being lied to. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's it's completely yes. unfair, right? They're being lied to, and and again, you know, the party of compassion just. They don't care about children at all, do they? I mean, uh, what are the kind of things are you seeing out there, Yako? I mean, can you give us a little bit more detail on that? Yeah, last night we had a chase. We actually took down a, a, a radical member from Turkey. We actually apprehended him. Border Patrol told us to release him. Um, children, the footage I can send you, Matt, uh, rescued children. Children are being trafficked, they're being sold. We went into brothels last night in, in Juarez, uh, infiltrated. I, I had an interview this morning that we now know that the Mex Mexican National Guard, Matt, you're gonna, your head's going to explode. Hear this. The Mexican National Guard, and there was a lawyer who told me this from Cuba. The Mexican National Guard, they're the ones kidnapping 
migrants in Mexico. They go on, get on a bus. They reroute the bus to a warehouse with children at gunpoint, and they force them to pay 500 pesos to 5,000 pesos per person before they get released to the cartel. They've been kidnapped in Mexico. The children I interviewed this morning were kidnapped. The mom says she doesn't know what happened to her children when she was not supervising the children. When the kids came back, they're drugged. The kids come in here. They, they can barely move. They put, they, they're telling us they put a powder in their food in Mexico before they bring them across. I mean, Matt, I, dude, this is not the America, brother. You and I immigrated. No way. No, no way can we have children sleep on concrete. Uh, you know, it, 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 look, look at this. And, and now you got the Red Cross and, and, and FEMA and, and these guys operating in an American city. And, and this is, um, it's anarchy. And listen, it's all over the city. This is one spot because I happen to just be here because of these children, because I'm tracking these two kids. This mother here, just about an hour ago, took pictures of these kids. A car pulled up. The little feet are sticking out here, right? Oh a car God. pulled up and she took the pictures to a vehicle and showed a guy in a vehicle pictures of her, supposedly her own children. Mm. So we're hanging out here to see, to try and track where these kids are going. My flight leaves in two hours and I don't want to leave because we track these two kids. I, I don't know. She took pictures of her kids to do what? To sell them, to use them as leverage, and this is this is the scene. And I'm in El I'm in an American city right now. Yaku, uh, it looks like a lot of them are wearing masks and stuff. Or, or uh, I know this is random, but are people trying to vaccinate them or like trying to do anything weird like that? Like is any any like anything like that? I know that sounds weird, but there's nobody trying no, to. No, Alex, any, like, Alex, any Alex, it's health. a really good. Alex, it's a good question. It's good to talk to you, brother. They're not, I was out on the border. If you see the footage, I'm going to release it to the place. I'm asked, I'm standing with border patrol. They don't ask them where you're from. Uh, they don't ask, they ask them what's your name. You have to be vaccinated. Do you, this, by the way, by the way, I have not in three days on this border seen HHS one time, health and human services. They are nowhere to be found. Last night when we apprehended a guy, I was in a building today, Alex, with kids and people sleeping in urine, oh, laying in urine. Yeah, well. Okay, we talk about health, health risk to yeah. America. We think what they did to us, forcing people to lose their jobs mm -hmm. with vaccines, and mm -hmm. who know anything? You could bring Ebola across this border. Heck, I was in a place yesterday where you can sneak a dirty bomb into this country, Matthew. Oh, wow. mm. This is this is insane. There's a Trump border wall behind me, beautiful wall, as the president would say. About a quarter mile behind me is the river, right behind me. Okay, and there's a Trump wall. The gate is left open mm -hmm. with no border patrol, and they're allowing them to come in. They just just come in, just flood into the country. So no, uh, Alex, they're not asking them, are you vaccinated? Are you sick? Nothing. Nothing. They're overrun. We are completely, this city is overrun. Wow. Well, Yaku, I, uh, we all appreciate all of the great work that you're doing over there. And please, I know you said your flight leaves in a few hours, but be just be safe, please. We, we will. Thank you. Appreciate all three of you. Thank you so much. All right. Thank you. Talk soon. All right. Whew. Okay. That was a lot. Um, we've got to, uh, we got to take a quick, quick break. We'll be back with more. First, we want to thank our sponsor, Birch Gold. So listen, we, I, I don't think I need to tell you that times are tough right now. You, you just watch that. You see what's going on right now. Tougher times are ahead. 
Um, there's going to be more wasteful government spending. Inflation is going to get worse. It's going to get worse, guys, before it gets better. And you're going to need to protect your hard-earned savings from the left. The answer, of course, is gold. Gold is the world's oldest, most proven form of currency. It's there for when uh, inflation soars, kind of like right now, uh, when other assets go sideways. And that is why Birch Gold is thrilled to introduce a new product that reimagines gold as currency. It is the gold, the gold back. This month, You'll get a free gold back for every $5,000 purchased when you convert an existing IRA or a 401k into a precious metals IRA with Birch Gold by December 22nd. So you don't have that much longer to do it, guys. Make sure that you jump on this. They're going to help you own gold and silver in a tax-sheltered account. You can text the word Y to 989898. They're going to send you a free information kit on gold. And then you can talk to one of their precious metal specialists. I highly encourage you guys to diversify in gold. Uh, and I'm not, I, I'm telling you this because it's advice that I have taken myself. Um, so I really, please, if you don't do it with Birch Gold, do it with someone else. Just do it. But I'm telling you, Birch Gold, they're the experts. They're going to help you. You can text the word Y to 989898. Carrie Lake recently filed a lawsuit over the Arizona gubernatorial election. The suit names Katie Hobbs uh, and Maricopa County recorder Stephen Richer as defendants, along with other Maricopa County election officials. Uh, claims that their alleged misconduct nullifies the results of the election in Maricopa County and that their actions wrongfully led to the state naming Hobbs as the winner. It seeks a series of court orders, including setting aside the certified result of the 2022 Arizona gubernatorial election and declaring that Carrie Lake is the winner of the 2022 election. Uh, she posted this video to Twitter yesterday detailing some of the points made in the lawsuit. Watch. My legal team has been working nonstop investigating and gathering sworn declarations from whistleblowers and witnesses, building the strongest election lawsuit in U.S. history. Our lawsuit exposes many of the issues that have plagued our election system in Arizona and disenfranchised hundreds of thousands of Arizonans. My lawsuit includes a declaration from a whistleblower from Runbeck claiming that nearly 300,000 ballots with no chain of custody were counted, infecting the legal vote count, when the elections, laws, and rules clearly state that they should not have been counted at all. Other whistleblowers came forward to declare under threat of perjury that tens of thousands of ballots did not pass the signature verification process set up to keep illegal ballots out. Also in our lawsuit, Surprise, surprise, 25,000 ballots appeared out of nowhere two days after Election Day. And many more uncounted door three ballots were mixed in with already counted ballots than Maricopa officials admit to. Ah, of course, and then there's this. The Election Integrity Project uh, obtained this email showing Katie Hobbs used the Secretary of State's office, her position as Secretary of State, to petition Facebook to censor what she claimed was misinformation. This email was sent to a misinformation reports address at CISA, and the subject reads, fake statement by Arizona worker about fraud. The email says, hi there. This post was on a private Facebook page. I've included a screenshot. Thank you. And it is, of course, uh, from Katie Hobbs office. Mm -hmm. It's kind of the whole reason we've been saying um, this is maybe a conflict of interest to have the woman who is head of making sure our, the election is secure running for that position to lead the state. 
perhaps we should have some sort of accountability. Perhaps she should recuse herself from uh, overseeing this. And now we're seeing the same types of fortification measures that uh, we saw previously in 2020, which, as we know, was the safest and most secure election of all time. I don't wink very well, but I did it anyway. It's unbelievable. Isn't this just unbelievable? Again, this is not America to me. And one of the things that I don't understand is when you see things like this, especially on social media, people mm -hmm. will go, oh, she lost crime more. Mm -hmm. I'm like, look, mm -hmm. at least the division is never going to go away, right? Because nobody's going to believe this election, even if they... If they're like, okay, well, we won and we don't care, which mm -hmm. is what it is, right? I mean, of course, but they also, uh, but they also, on the surface, claim that they care about democracy, democracy, mm -hmm. everything's that's, a threat yeah. to democracy. So it's it's, yeah. it's never going to result. There's never going to be a uh, uh, any kind of cohesion. People coming together, not because everyone's going to doubt it. So doesn't it benefit everybody to have a fair mm -hmm. election, transparent, a transparent mm -hmm. one? You mm -hmm. might not like that. That the person that wins, but at least you can go, okay, well, we lost and right. and that was a fair election, so we got to get on with it. Now, it's like this murky kind of, well, did they really? They, and then what, on one side, they're really annoyed. And by the way, let's go back to 2016. Mm. Kind of said it the other way, didn't they? Mm. It was, oh, mm. no, that was a cheat, that was cheating. Yeah. Is it in Afghanistan, they had their elections and every. In Afghanistan, they got it right, right? Mm. When people were threatened with their lives, you know, the women going out and giving their thumbprints. And we can't do it in America in one day. Are you kidding me? The greatest country on the face of the earth can't get their elections right. It is absurd and we shouldn't accept it. Yeah. Well, and, and what happened in Arizona is obvious because you could just tell the energy that Katie Hobbs had was similar to what Trump had in 2020 and then miraculously Joe Biden, similar to Katie okay. Hobbs' campaign. Carrie but, Lake had the same energy that Trump what did. What I said, Katie, said Hobbs, Katie Hobbs. Excuse me, Carrie Lake had the yeah. same energy as Donald Trump. But Katie Hobbs did the Joe Biden campaign where she just hid in the basement and somehow, some way, she won by just enough votes. And, you know, I just think that... Where there's smoke, there's a huge fire, and we're never going to have actually true election integrity, I don't believe, now with ballot harvesting. And so I, I just, I have very little hope for the future. Because this is why. Even if, and I think this is the same. I think you kind of tease it with the 2016. With these people, it's like the, the ends always justify the means, you mm -hmm. know? And so they don't mm -hmm. care if they cheat to win and they won. And I think they're right. If they had to cheat to win, they would do the same. So it's just a rigged system, and it's all created by a bunch of crooks just to subvert, you know, the good American people like us. See, I disagree with you mm. on if the right, like the right would do the same thing because I, I think they've had every opportunity mm -hmm. and they seem, they seem to, the well, establishment right, win, I guess the I establishment believe, right, right. I just don't think we're going to win until we decide to have to well, do that. No, I, I mean, I, you got to fight fire point. with fire. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think for so long they've been like, we're, we're the morally sound ones. We yeah. can't stoop that low. We have to have integrity. And it's like, well, look where that's got us, guys. Look where that's got us. Yeah. We've got a record high inflation and we've got Joe Biden asleep most of the time, half dead uh, at the helm of things. And things are going really great since you guys want to pretend like you're yeah off. yeah yeah well, oh my gosh your but your morality you don't yeah. want to stoop too low okay gotcha but this is this this ridiculous notion that if you have the right ideas then 
you're just going to win. Right. It's yeah. not right. true. Exactly. It's just exactly. not true. Yeah. Exactly. Like you have to fight for it. Like yes. you have to get out there and you have to understand that sitting back, well, you know, we, we did the right thing and they did the wrong thing. Well, look at what that's done and look at the power it gives yeah. them. Yep. And how they wield it. Yep. They wield it like a cudgel every single time. And we kind of go, oh, well, I didn't realize they were get. Everybody yeah. Yeah. knew this was going to happen. Before. Now, whatever you think about, let's just say you think that the 2020 election was perfect. Fortified. <laughs> right. Mm -hmm. So so let's, if, if you look at it like that, uh, the, the way I looked at it is like that. He won, but in my brain, I cannot see that he got that many votes, no. right? What, what, whatever anyone says, I don't think anyone really believes that he beat Barack Obama yeah. in votes, mm. right? I just, I just don't believe that. Mm -hmm. So what would be the normal, logical way, if you were gonna cheat, you'd do exactly what you said. You'd be like, hey, listen, like we kind of overplayed our hand last time with like 81 million votes. Mm -hmm. We gotta dial it back, let's just make it just enough. Mm -hmm just enough to get up. And so people are looking at this and, and even, let's just say, even if it wasn't true, let's say even if she did win legitimately, nobody has any confidence in the elections right. anymore. No. They and just don't. Yeah, that's the problem. Yeah. Is like that's there, the issue. There are too many convenient, coincidental things that happen that just so happen on election night or in the days that they are taking a lot of time counting these ballots to make mm -hmm. anyone say, yeah, this is totally legit. Nothing, nothing's going on, nothing to see here. And, that, and they just lie, the they just keep right. lying. I think, I think that's the main thing. Like people look and they go, if you were just honest about it, right. and especially the media on the left, if the media was like, hey, listen, you know what? We do need right. fair elections right. because then it's, but the truth is, is they do want a divided country. They yeah. do want people yeah. to be at each other's throats. And this is a perfect way of doing it. Well, right. and I just want to make this quick point. It's like, it only takes one big county like Maricopa to just cheat the whole thing. So yep. people think it's like so hard. It's like, no, you just need a few select counties and a few select states to really rig the whole thing. Yeah, that is true. All right, we got to take a quick break. We'll be back. <sighs> Again, I don't give a shit about Yesterday, the criminal charges against former FTX CEO Sam Bankman-Fried were unsealed, so a Manhattan federal grand jury charged him with co conspiracy to commit wire fraud, wire fraud, conspiracy to commit commodities fraud, conspiracy to commit securities fraud, conspiracy to commit money laundering, and consp conspiracy <coughs> to defraud the Federal Election Commission and commit campaign finance violation. Wow. That was a mouthful. Uh, he allegedly used billions of dollars from customers for his own personal use to repay loans owed by Alameda Research and to donate millions of dollars to political campaigns. He was, of course, as a reminder, the Democrats' second largest donor, uh, just, just second to George Soros. He faces up to 115 years in prison and was denied bail due to being a flight risk. But I thought it was very fascinating that um, his lawyer was like, well, we think that he should get bail because he can't be in, in jail because he's vegan. And depressed. Vegan and depressed, <laughs> yeah. which I feel like probably go together. Yeah. Because well, I would be depressed if I was vegan, too. Well, it's not that, but if you're going to jail, you can't go to jail if you're depressed. You have to be really fully <laughs> happy. Yeah, you have to be happy to go to jail. No, I mean, I hope Sam Bakeman fried goes to jail, and I hope he gets a new boyfriend, and I hope he has a, the full jail experience, because I don't think there's anything worse than stealing other people's hard-earned money. I mean, obviously, the sexual exploitation of a child is worse, but, I mean, seriously, stealing in the way he did it, you know, giving away all this money to celebrities and did it so, like, uh, um, ostentatiously, that's what bugs me. It, it, this guy just 
willy-nilly. Mm-hmm. Like, he's the king of the world out of nowhere. They were writing Times Magazine saying that he's the next J.P. Morgan Chase. So, yeah, no, I hope this guy goes away for a long time and uh, it scares future crypto bros from, you know, stealing people's retirement savings. Yeah, Matt. I still can't believe people do this in this day and age. Uh, it's it's mind-boggling to me that these people have such massive egos that they think that they can do this. And it won't but, catch back up to uh, them. Yeah, and it yeah. won't catch up with them. I, it does make you think, well, why do they think that? Why do they think that they are untouchable? untouchable? Mm-hmm. Why is that? But it does make me laugh. Like you said, it's like... Oh, he can't go to jail because he'll be depressed. You know, right? every time you see someone go to jail, they're like, "Yes, I get to work out all day." You know, I can. My wife's not nagging me. I'll I get, get to an live. hour of outdoor time. Yeah, but if I can't get my cauliflower uh, uh, pizza, that's it. You know, it's, I just—it's puzzling to me that someone would actually, who actually gets paid as a lawyer, would say that. That's I, kind of and I still—I want to. Uh, I just want to throw this back out here. I don't, okay, I think either something's going to happen similar to Jeffrey Epstein while he's in there and we're not going to know what happened or I think the court documents will like forever be sealed. The important ones that we want to see, like was he money laundering, you know, taking money, sending money to Ukraine to have Ukraine send it back to these Democrat donors? Like who well, all well, was you, involved in this? I think it's going to be like the Ghislaine Maxwell thing where the judge seals all of the important relevant parts. You're right about that. But my favorite or my second favorite big uh, big booty Latina Thank AOC, you. when they asked her about it in her Instagram, she said that Sam Bankman Fried was actually the second biggest Republican donor through like shadow groups. So I guess my point is, is they're gonna try to make it some convoluted mess and we're never gonna know. And now they're gonna say that he also played both sides. So I think you're right, it's gonna be another Jeffrey Epstein hung out with Donald Trump and the Bill Clinton type situation. Which is so lame, cause I'm like, even if he, if Republicans were in on it, I also want to know that. Yeah, but Maxine Waters is already running cover for him. I mean, you I know. know okay, so already, we already know these politicians are running cover. So are we going to ever get the straight facts? Doubt it. So let's, okay, well, we have a little bit of time. Let's play Maxine Waters, who tried to end the FTX hearing before uh, Republican yeah. Representative Lance Gooden. Accidental. Yeah, he didn't even have a chance to question the witness. Watch. Record the closing statements from Ranking Member McHenry and myself. Uh, and I'd like to thank you, Mr. John Ray III. Chairwoman Waters. Your presence here today. Chairwoman Waters, I've not had an opportunity to testify. She shook. Or to question the witness. Uh, I'd like to um, thank you for your presence. Chairwoman Waters. And for the t- <laughs> Parliamentary inquiry. Yes. Are all members entitled to question witnesses? You are, and if you would like to list ah. the votes on the floor for everybody. Hey, it's the chairwoman's moment. prerogative to call just a recess. Just one moment, please. That's your decision, not mine. Just one moment, please. He should. You may too. go right ahead and have five minutes. Thank you. Thank you, Madam Chair. Ooh, wow. she was mad, mad that she had to give him his five minutes. But to Alex's point, Matt, I'm going to give you last quick word here. To Alex's point, she was very, very, the, the same woman who was seen blowing kisses to this guy, Sam Bakeman fried uh, previously, very quick to try to shut this down. I mean, come on, it's corruption. I mean, we all know it, we all see it. But here's the funny thing I want to say about AOC, about what she said. It, if anyone who's got, anyone that has kids know this, you pull one kid up, you know, maybe they've slapped the other kid or they've mm-hmm. done something and you say, you should not have done this. What do they do? They go, but they did but it they first. Did it. Yeah. They, they, it's yeah. irrelevant. Like, mm-hmm. please address your own issues. Right. And then we can look at the other ones. But if you point the finger at the other person all the time, nobody's going to care. Yeah. So address your own uh, you know, your own issues, your own problems, your own corruption. Yeah. And then, okay. Then we'll move on to 
These guys, because yeah. guess what? We want to hold them all accountable. Yeah, yeah exactly. Accountability. Yeah. We got we to take a quick break. We'll be right back. Fortune magazine published an article with the headline that says people who skipped their COVID vaccine are at higher risk of traffic accidents, according to a new study. Yeah, you try to work that out over there in your head. Um, but they say that they theorize that it must be because the same people who are so negligent to just ignore public health recommendations must also be that way with traffic rules. Must be the case. Conspiracy theorists here at the table. Well, actually, uh, driving-related heart attacks are up in Google searches up like 10,000%, so I don't know if I really trust that. Uh, it's because they're getting hit by the people that had the vaccine. Oh, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just saying. It's not, the the peri- it's not periocarditis or myocarditis. The drivers who got the vaccine who are going into heart attack are hitting these drivers who were unvaccinated. I, I got think, it. Yeah, you guys just worked it out. I solved it. Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.